believing something one holds their mind true with or without proof. So believing you can believe something with 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 or without proof. So and faith faith is something we hold in our minds and our soul. Faith is to be true and believe as true. Faith carries it carries a deeper meaning. Because faith is something we expect. We expect. When we pray for something, we expect. Faith, you are expecting God to move. Move in the situation that, that you're in. You're expecting. And what you are praying for. Faith, make all things possible. Standing firm. You are standing firm. When you have faith in something, you are standing. And nothing is going to move you. You have faith. And you know God is going to do it. And you're holding on to that, and you believe in that. You pray for it. You've given it to God, and you're standing firm, knowing that God is going to move in the situation that you're in. Let's go to Psalms 11, 1, 12, 7. One twelve seven. Everybody got it? He will not be afraid of evil tiding. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. We all want to live without fear. Trusting God relieves the fear. We have to trust God, and when we trust God, it relieves the fear that we have in our hearts. Trusting God and expecting his promises to help us to rise above life um, distractions and difficulties. Expecting healing, peace, comfort, peace of mind, and our families. When we're praying and we're standing firm, firm and expecting, so we're expecting something. Let's go to Psalms 118 and 9. It says, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put our confidence in man. I mean, too many of us are putting our confidence in what man's saying instead of putting our confidence in what, what the Lord say. I mean, I know a lot of us, we go to the doctor and the doctor tell us bad news. I'm not saying not to believe what the doctor say, but you got to believe and trust in God, what God says about your healing. He said you're already healed. Okay, the doctor gave you the bad news. Now give to God, Lord, this is what the doctor say. And I'm giving this to you now. So I'm, I'm looking to you and I'm standing, I'm holding firm, and I'm standing by faith that you are moving in my situation. I mean, you cover yourself. I mean, take what the doctor's saying. You pray over it. He's, he's giving you what he sees. He's a doctor. God put doctors here for a reason. He put, him, put them there to help us. He gave them the inspiration. So we take what they say, but we, we don't hold fast to what they're saying, but we take what they say and we give it to God and believe God that God is going to heal us. Let's go to Jeremiah 17 and 5. Yeah. 
It says, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. You trust in man instead of God, and God says you're cursed. And let's go on down. For he shall be like a sherb in, in the desert and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the perched places in the wilderness in a salt land which is not inhabited. And verse 7 says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. You are blessed when you trust in God. I mean, you put your trust in God. And Isaiah 36 and 6. Let's go there in Jeremiah. And this is just a story about Jeremiah. He's, instead of him, um, not, I'm sorry, not Jeremiah, who was it? Okay, I'm going to read 36 and 6. It says, You go therefore and read from the scroll which you have written at my instructions the words of the Lord and the hearing of the people in the Lord's house on the day of fasting. And you shall also read to them in the hearing of all Judah who came from their cities. It may be that they will present their supplications before the Lord and everyone will turn from his evil way. For great is the anger and fury that the Lord has pronounced against his people. And Baruch, the son of Neriah, did according to all that Jeremiah the prophet commanded him, reading from the book the words of the Lord in the Lord's house. I don't think that was the scripture. I was... But let's move on. Let's go to Matthew 21 and 22. And whatever thing you ask in prayer believing, you will receive. When you um, pray for something and you believe in God, say you will receive it. So when, you, when you're praying... Just stand fast, believing and knowing that it will come to pass. Our request must be in harmony with the kingdom of God. You just can't pray for something and expect God to do it if it's not in harmony with his word. Mm -hmm. The stronger your belief, the more your prayers will be in line with God's will. Studying his word, knowing what his promises are for you. Knowing what the promises say about your situation. Let's go to John seven thirty seven. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart, will flow rivers of living waters. Believing the promises of the Holy Spirit. But that this 
he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So they were believing, but the Holy Spirit was not yet given, but they believed. So that took faith for them to believe in something they haven't seen. They, haven't, they didn't know anything about. Let's go to John 20 and 27. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here and look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. So he was trying to show them who he was. I mean, it was, um, let me go back up. It said, after eight days, his disciples were again inside and Thomas with them. Jesus came came the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said peace to you i mean jesus re resurrected body was unique it was not the same kind of flesh and blood as lazarus i mean he uh, um he had resurrected i mean he could walk through doors i mean they could see him um he had just came back to life, and Jesus' body was no longer subject to the same laws as our bodies were. So he wasn't the same as before his death. He could appear in a locked door, yet he was not a ghost or an apparition. So, and he could eat and he can touch. So he wasn't he wasn't a spirit. So, and he was just showing them that he wanted them to believe. Do not be unbelieving, but be believing. Mm -hmm. And Thomas answered, answered and said, to, said, my Lord and my God. See, Thomas was doubting. Mm -hmm. He was doubting. He didn't believe. And, and um, Jesus was showing him that it was him, that his, it was his resurrected body. Let's go to 20 and, what was it, 20 and 31. It says, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. So believing you have life in the, in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's go to Romans 15 and 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We abound in hope. And it's by the power of the, the Holy Spirit that we have this hope. So we're holding on to hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I do Romans 15. I saw, let's talk about David. I saw something on Facebook the other day and it caught my eye and it kind of um, went in with, with what I'm uh, speaking on here. 
um, David was up against Goliath. And Goliath was a big, huge giant. So, I mean, he David had faith. And he didn't look at Goliath as this huge guy. And he feared Goliath. He looked at, and this is what was written. He said, when David faced Goliath, he didn't think his stone was too small. He didn't look at his stones and say, oh, these are too small. That giant is too big. David looked at Goliath, and he believed that Goliath was too too big for his stones to miss. Mm-hmm. And that I was like, wow, that's that's um, that's huge. It was it's how you look at your situation. No matter how big your situation is, I don't care how huge your situation is. You got to look at it through the Holy Spirit. You got to look at it through the eyes of the Holy Spirit, the discernment of the Lord, and give it to God, no matter how huge it is, knowing that God is going to work through you. God is going to work it out for you. I don't care how big it is, how huge it is. If you have the faith, if you have the faith to stand, stand on his promises, stand on his word. His word will not come back to him void. You give him his word. Lord, you said this. I'm going through this, and this is what you gave me. And I'm giving it to you, Lord. I'm giving you everything I got. I can't handle this anymore. Lord, I'm depressed. I'm going through. I'm this and I'm that. Lord, I'm giving it to you. This is, you said you will work it out for me, and I'm giving it to you. You don't hold on to it. You don't hold, you let it out. Don't hold that inside of you. I don't care if you don't have nobody in your life. You got God. You got Jesus. Jesus is right there. He's always there. He always will be. He is not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. He is there no matter what situation. You give it to him and you let it go and know it. And you speak those things, though not as though they are. I'm healed in the name of Jesus. I'm walking in his healing. He said I was healed. He, put, he, he did it on the cross over 2,000 years ago. And he, he said it was done. It is finished. We were healed over 2,000 years ago. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you got. You are healed in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Um, Let's go to Proverbs 12 and 25. Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. When you hold anxiety in your heart, it causes depression. That is where your depression comes from. You're holding in that anxiety instead of letting it go, giving it to God. Um, let's go to Psalms 94 and 19. Say in the multi- in the multitude of my anxieties within me, your comfort delights my soul. 
is the word, the word of God. He put out the word in us and his word comforts us. No matter what it is, when you get when you read the word of God, when you're going through, you feel a peace come over Amen. you. That peace come over you yes. no matter what you're going through. Yes. No matter what it is. Because you're relying on the word of God. You have covered yourself in the word of God. And he delights our soul when we put our trust in him. <coughs> And he said, don't be anxious for nothing. Let it go. Amen. Give it to him. Let's go to Romans 3.28. Romans 3.28. It says, therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from deeds of the law. Faith eliminates pride of human effort. When we try to believe that we can do things on our own, I mean, faith eliminates the pride of our human effort. Faith, faith exalts what God has done, not what we do. It's not us doing it, it's God doing it. Faith admits we cannot keep the law. We cannot, I mean, the law will kill us. We will be dead. We cannot measure up to God's standards. So it is by grace that we are here. I mean, I praise and thank God that we don't have to live up to the law. Because we would be dead. We, we wouldn't make it. Um, let's go to Romans 10, 17. And it says, faith, so faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. We, we get faith by, by staying in his word. Knowing what his word says, says over us. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Um, let's go to Hebrews 11.6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And we have to diligently seek him. Faith is what pleases God. Faith is what moves God. Faith is an action word. It moves him. He moves when he sees your faith. When you show God faith, he is moving on your behalf. He's looking down on you and he says, my daughter, I see your faith. You believing. I'm working it out for you. Faith is what moves God. I mean, the pity party is not moving God. The crying is not moving God. Your emotional 
it's not moving God. I don't care how you cry, whatever, you can stomp your feet if you want to. God is not going to move until he see your faith. When he see your faith, he's moving. And there are characteristics of faith. Um, you have to have a valid content. Is your faith valid? What is your revelation of God? And um, faith must have a valid object. Is your faith, your valid object, the giver of the revelation? Your faith, the, the object of your faith is God. And faith is contrary to hope, but yet rests upon hope. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things yet not seen. So faith is contrary to hope. Faith has a purpose. The purpose, what are you believing God to do? What promises are you standing on? And faith produces work. What do you need to do on your behalf? To, what do you need to do on your behalf to, to have God move in your life? Faith, you stand in firm on the word of God. Believe in God and what you have put before him. It produces you to get up and do something. Maybe God gave you an inspiration. He gave you an inspiration to do something to move in the area of what he's asking, what you're asking him to do. It's not just praying and sitting still. It's praying, giving it to God, waiting on him to give you the answer, the inspiration. Maybe he's telling you to go get a job. Maybe he's telling you, giving you the inspiration to get a business. It's between you and God. God works through you. He, faith produces the work. It condition, conditions the way you live. And Abraham pleased God through faith, so faith alone. Abraham had faith. And we are saved by faith. And it is faith alone that we are saved. Nothing else. Nothing else, is, else saves us but faith. Faith standing on the word of God, knowing that God is moving. That is faith. There's this song that kept, this song kept going through my head, and I couldn't get it out of my head. And all week it was going through my head, and, and, and um, I played it. It's called Trusting and believing. Mm -hmm. Trusting and believing when I cannot see. Mm -hmm. I can't see it, but I'm trusting. I can't see who I'm trusting in, and I don't know who I'm, I know who I'm trusting in. It's by faith I trust in the Lord that he's moving on my behalf. Trusting and believing when I cannot see. I cannot see the outcome. I cannot see what's going to happen, but I'm trusting and believing God. And I'm going to ask 
part to play that song right now. I want you guys just to listen to that to the words of the song. I was blind, now I'm seeing in color. I was dead, now I'm living forever. I had failed, but you were my redeemer. I've been blessed beyond all measure. I was lost, now I'm found by the Father. I've been changed from a
trusting and believing in God, trusting when you can't see, that you, when you don't. See, we want to know the outcome. I mean, if we don't see it, it's hard for us to trust it. And we want to know it, but we got to trust and believe, putting our trust in God, walking by faith and not by sight. So that, I mean, Proverbs 12 and 25 telling us not to be anxious. We can't be anxious for anything. Letting it go, giving it to God. Habakkuk 2 and 4 says the righteous shall live by faith. Faith alone is what brings us through. Can faith be seen? People can see the faith in you. I mean, they notice when when you're expecting something, when you're talking about it, you believe in it, you're talking at, at a new level in God, knowing that God is moving on your behalf, no matter what the situation is. It's the way you talk, and instead of saying it's going to happen, you know that it's already happened. That is faith. The negative talk is you walk around and you're saying, well, it's always been this way. So you want to stay in that. I mean, why? just because it's always been that way, did you give it to God, did you let it go? It's letting it go, giving it to God, instead of staying in your situation, saying it's always been that way. And then being impatient. It hasn't happened yet. You're waiting on God, but you can't be impatient. You got to let it go. Give it to God. God knows what you need when you need it. Sometimes we think we want something right now. But God knows when to hold back and knows right when you need it. So give it to God. Let it go and, and wait on God. Don't be so impatient. He's right on time all the time. All the time. And some people like, I never get a break. I never get, get no break. I'm always busy. Or something always happening to me. It's what you believe. It's what you tell yourself. It's the words that you speak over yourself. You can't speak negative words over yourself. You got to speak those positive words over yourself. Speak the promises. Get a promise out of the Bible and start speaking that word over you. Speak it. God's word manifests. God spoke everything into existence. He didn't build it. He built it with words. And we are the same as God. We build things with our words. What we say is happening. If we speak negative over us, that is what's happening to us. We got to speak that positive. Faith is showing God you are ready. God wants to know, are you ready for what he's about to put in your life? And he's not going to put it in your life too soon if you're not ready for it. If you can't handle it, he's not going to put it in your life. Are you ready to be healed? Believe it. Stand on it. 
take it to heart. Give God back his word. Speak his word over your life. I am healed in the name of Jesus. I'm standing on your word, Lord. Lord, you promised me. You promised me that I am healed. You said it 2,000 years ago. You said it's already done. Are you ready to be delivered and set free? A lot of people, they say they are, but they get delivered and set free, and they go back and they do the same thing over again. You got to be ready. Are you ready to go through that new level? Are you living with expectation? Are you expecting the goodness of God? Are you expecting it? You got to expect it. You got to look for the goodness of God every day in every situation and expect it. Satan wants to confuse us. He do not want us to know who God is and who, what God's word says about us. Satan want to keep us dumb. He want to keep us ignorant. And a lot of people allow Satan to get in their head and start the negative talk. That's Satan. You got to pull it down. And I do want to say this. Connie, you are an inspiration. I was thinking about you last night. I said, that woman is an inspiration. She come in here. She has her testimony. She comes in here with a praise in her heart and joy in her heart and a praise on her lips all the time and i was telling apostle rosa i said that you have so much in you you are so full of the word you have so much i mean from your testimony you inspire people and i love the way you come in here you don't come in here all dragged down and beat up you have given everything that you went through you have given it to god and you are standing in faith. And I see that faith. I see you standing. And that is an inspiration. Amen. Faith is expectation. You are expecting God to move and what you're praying for. Believe it. I cannot say that enough. When you come on this altar, you asking for prayer, you got to expect it. You got to expect it to happen. You can't just stand here and believe and have someone else believing for you. If you not believing, I mean, we may believe and know God is going to do it, but you, if you have that doubt in your heart, God is working through your faith. He's looking at you. You got to have the faith and believe. I have seen so many people come up on this altar for prayer, and they come back for the same thing over and over again instead of giving it to God. God heard you the first time. You prayed for it. You gave it to him, and I praise him for it. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for this healing. I thank you, Lord, for taking this. I thank you, Father. You constantly give him praise for it. After you have prayed and given it to him, you have cried your eyes out, and you, there's nothing else that you can do. Praise him. 
give it to him. He can handle it. He knows you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. He knows every hair on your head. He knows your heart. He knows who you are. So give it to him. And we have to stop trying to re rely on our own skills. We may have the skills and abilities to do everything, every, everyday life. But we still have to include God in those things. Don't wait to stuff fall apart and then we want to include God in our life. Oh, Lord, if these things are falling apart, but where were, where were you when things were going good? But you know what? God is not going to hold that against you. He still is going to help you. But don't wait until stuff starts falling apart before you start praying. But I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to ask you, anybody trusting and believing God for anything? You trusting God in your life to move, to heal? You expecting something from God? We are here. We, we're going to stand in agreement and pray with you. If anybody's here that want prayer, they can come forward. I would fly.